Through the magic of technology, we are back. All right. Hello. We're here, we're here with Tracy again. Back with some Dynasty, Chapter Eight. Yes. Which is called "This Guy Is Different," um, and talking about balls. It's kind of where we're. Balls, huh? Yeah, talking about balls. We know who, somebody in this book who has them. Um, so we left off talking about Parcells being kind of sexist, rude, bully. Yep. Ish type of man. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of rolls right into the next <laughs> to the next chapter. Um, when Kraft um, opened the nineteen ninety four season with two two losses, he was kind of like you know a little bit down, but he wanted company to join him on their first away um, game on the road. So he invited um, Gifford, who was the president of the Boston Bank. Okay. Uh, that gave him that loan, and as soon as, as soon as he was, he was like a real tall, like polished guy with a suit on. Yeah. And he boards the plane behind Kraft, and <laughs> Parcells looks up and says, "What the fuck is he doing here?" <laughs> like, okay, th- th- just like that. And I, it's it says in the book that um, to this day it was like one of the most embarrassing things for Kraft, like ever. So. Okay. Um, so after that kind of like the sting of that embarrassment wore off, um, do you think it's tough, especially him being a new owner and then giving Parcells like well, the full treatment, like how Belichick, how, how Belichick is the GM and all that. So thing. he must've thought like, this is my team. Oh, he, he, oh like he owns the yeah. plane, but this is my team. Yeah. You know oh yeah. Like, oh, so absolutely. You know oh, what I mean? He, that's why uh, he didn't think he, he knew like if, that if, was his, if you're going to let me cook dinner, at least let me shop for the groceries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's just, yeah, he. He really has an ego problem. Anyway, um, so now, well, it must have been a good luck charm. They won the game. And so that's like the first, you know, his first win under his belt as an owner. Mm-hmm. And um, so even after, so here's the diva in, in Parcells again. After the games, um, when he was in the locker room talking to the guys, he didn't let Kraft in until he, like, summoned for him. Okay. <laughs> so... After he you was, no crap doesn't like that. Well, he the, yeah, but he was just like he now. was just like you know kind of waiting it out, like whatever. And so it actually turns out good. Um, he calls him in there, and Kraft went in, and he um, like in a kind of really rare like moment of respect, um, Parcel said to him, "I've never given a game ball to anyone but a player before." Okay. And he turned to Kraft and he handed him the game ball. Oh, and, shit. And he like, and then they describe it as kind of almost like a, I can picture like twins in my, the movie Twins in my head with like Dina DeVito and, um, <laughs> and, uh, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Cause they said that's how like different in size they were. And mm-hmm. so he like bear hugged him <laughs> and, um, Kraft started like crying and getting real emotional. The whole team stood up and cheered for him. And, you know, he just kind of brought back like some respect to the team that they really needed. Um, and, yeah, they cheered, like, really, really loud. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of overcome with emotion. And he had kind of, you know, he had finally achieved his goal, and he was looking forward to many more wins. Um, they hadn't been to the to the playoffs since 1986. <laughs> um, and after, that, after those two losses in the beginning, they didn't, they did pretty good. They ended up um, being ten and six, and they had a playoff spot. 
1994. Um, they ended up playing in the first in the first round um, the Browns, and their head coach was the youngest head coach. In the league, which happened to be Mr. Bill, Bill Belichick, Belichick. Yeah. and um, even then, back you know, even back then, he kind of had the answers before the questions came up, and he saw through everything. Yeah, and so he they ended up losing to him, but something that Bill Belichick said he never forgot was that Kraft was the only owner he's ever seen come out onto the field even after losing and mm-hmm. come and shake every coach's hand, every player's hand, and yep. everything. So, you know, there's just a great – he's just like a class act. Um, and he congratulated them. Um, Parcells ended up being, like, named the coach of the year. Um, and Kraft was really, really pleased for turning, like, a loser of a team into a respectable com- uh, contender. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into um, this – gentleman named Lee Steinberg. I don't know if you've heard of him before. Lee Steinberg sounds like he owns a bank too. Well, no, he's actually okay, so this is kind of cool. He was like a real key character that during that time because he was the only like agent like promoter that had any significant contracts with anybody like big or that anybody respected because okay. they were con like con artists, you know. Yeah. And um so he had mostly quarterbacks. He had um Bledsoe, and then he also had um, Steve Young, Troy Aikman, Warren Moon, um, and he is the character that's loosely played by Tom Cruise, and he coined the term, show me the money. Okay. (laughs) So, a little bit of Joey McGuire there, Um, but... The two of them. Yeah, a little different. They couldn't. They couldn't, they couldn't name the movie Lee Steinberg. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Jerry little McGuire. bit Jewish. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so. Is this Woody Allen friend? No, I. I don't know. They they were like him and um, Kraft became really good friends though, Thanks. because they were Jewish actually, and um, so they started to. I guess like you know Steinberg said that um, a lost art form was the the act of being a listener. And I guess that kind of is still. Mm-hmm. But um, they both were listeners, and they soaked in as much knowledge as you could from everyone in the room and eventually shaped the kind of leader that they were that they both were. Um, Steinberg was one of the only agents to include clauses into his clients' contracts. Okay. And... It would give them, you know, greater odds for making the most money for the lo- for the longest amount of time as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, things like restricted and unrestricted free agencies, bonus incentives for elite players. Um, so before Parcells rushed in to either pay too much and for it to sign Bledsoe for four years, or he didn't re- read the small print, Kraft decided to like cut cut right in front of him mm-hmm. and. He wanted to make the quarterbacks' um, contracts negotiable to himself only, okay. which was super smart. But um, this is when he starts to kind of cut back on Parcells' like involvement in everything because mm-hmm. he just thought he was just spread too thin. He's a coach; he shouldn't be doing everything. So um, they came to a, like a really good mutual agreement that both parties consented to. 
Um, but he definitely wasn't getting used. And then the other big change that he made to his organization was that he hired African-American, um, you know, like older players that the Patriots um, had that he saw that would be really good for key positions, mm -hmm. even though he was really, like, warned by the other, like, NFL higher-ups not to do it. Because they said it was a bad idea because when you want to fire somebody, you would have, like, a big lawsuit on your hands. Mm -hmm. And that was, like... Those were some of his best people that he had, and you know because they they respected him for having like yeah. a job. Um, and then it ends off in 1995 um, when they had kind of like a real legendary draft. Um, they had Ty Law, Ted Johnson, and Curtis Martin, and it just kind of shows like the point being like he was just making ripples like. You know, small little waves around around the NFL that never really crashed onto him. Like mm -hmm. he never really went down like like most you know big people do. Yeah. So I just think he's cool. Curtis Martin. No. <laughs> you love Curtis Martin. I don't even know who he is. So. <laughs> but I know who Steinberg is. So we're good. That's it. That's it. Chapter eight. That was it. Yep. Oh, man, I feel like you could have banged out another one. I know. Curtis Martin. For real. That's exactly what it's called. I knew you had to talk a lot about draft. Thank you so much. Awesome. Perfect. Get another update next week, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Now go take a bath. Thanks. Dismiss. So, right into football, just like that. How about that? How about them Patriots? Nothing like some Curtis Martin talk, huh? What yep. college did he go to, Drew? He went to the University of Pittsburgh. There you go. Good job. Boss. Yeah. She doesn't even know what he looks like. I, I know what college know what he you went like. to. Oh, man. There we go. So let, let's get into some NFL now. But while we're on them Patriots, how about that? Nice upset last week. Yep. Big upset. How do you feel about that? Was surprised to you, obviously. You, I, you I, had Baltimore at the top of your list up there. Yeah, I I was surprised at how bad Baltimore played, as opposed to how good the Patriots played. You, know you, I mean? you buying them using the uh, uh, weather conditions as they I help. Mean, I mean, both teams did it, but both teams had to play in them. And Baltimore's I mean, not really known to throw the ball anyway, so you would think they'd be built for the running game. But I guess it was a little too wet and sloppy in uh, Gillette Stadium. I mean, we, we kind of got on Bill about his draft, and, and that game right there is actually where we've seen some of the young players actually start to come alive a little bit. Some Kyle Duggar, I think, led, led the defense in tackles with like 12, 13 tackles. Yep. He looked Winovich really good. looks good, but I don't think he gets enough snaps. But he doesn't, but he did this past game. I mm -hmm. mean, there, there was a, a couple games where he was just kind of in a drought, and they yep. said they were using him only in like pa pass rush situations and really not against the run but they he, he looked pretty good against the run this past week he was looking pretty jet i think it was a speed thing too you know they, they want a little bit more speed especially on the edges out there mm -hmm. um but i mean speaking of speed that's where that's probably where they won because on a dry field and then uh, Lamar Jackson has a foot, like a step and a half on everybody. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I mean, this was a game where I think we just actually outplayed them. And 
we all coached them. I mean, they have Mark Ingram on fourth and one. And then what are you doing in the wild? In the wild. And we hadn't seen all why, game. Why is Lamar Jackson on the sidelines right there? Like, that's that. We all coached them. Um, we all played them. Uh, Damian Harris looks awesome, huh? Running back. He looks. He looks. Why didn't he play last year? Like, come on. I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. He should have played last year. You got to give that dude some burn. I think he only had like one snap. Look what he's doing right now. I mean, you I, you have to say the the backfield's always pretty deep on a Bill Belichick team anyway, but and especially if if, if they if they <clears throat> if they really like somebody, like if they're really hot on Sony Michelle and he never comes out of the backfield, like how's this dude gonna get in there? You know what I mean? You think you think the Pats gonna make the playoffs? I think they can, but I don't think they will. Yeah. Do you want them to make the playoffs? Would it be better for our future if we kind of tanked it a little bit here? Yeah, but they're not going to tank it. No, so. I mean, I, I, I hard to say. I hate to say the, the word tank because I think as an athlete, you never really want to tank either. It's more of a pride. Especially if you're a coach. Like, you you know, pride yeah, yeah, pride. In, I mean, you, you want to keep your job. So, right. I mean. Exactly. You're playing for contracts as players. Like, yeah. The, the whole. You can't have that shit. You go in, you go in, you go into the off season, and they see a couple, a couple of those defensive plays where you look like James Harden trying to play defense, and they're just like, "Hey, uh, what happened here? Yeah. You just let the guy run right by you." How much money did you want? Yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, you know. So yeah, take one of those zeros off of there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it was uh, another week for some injuries with Drew Brees. He's probably gonna be out to the playoffs right now. Yeah, he's messed up, but I mean, lucky, luckily for them, they have, <laughs> they have. Uh, James Winston. A competent quarterback, and with the weapons that he has, they should be able to get through. You're going to see a lot more Wildcat with Taysom Hill. Yep. Uh, definitely did Jameis Winston. I mean, he, he might be worth a look in fantasy because he's still probably going to throw for a bunch of yards. It's the guys that he's thrown to now. I mean, he's you you don't think he's going to be relying on Alvin Kamara? Just, like, know where he is at all times because oh. you can just throw it to him and he'll I hope start so. running with it? He's you know? on my fantasy team. Yeah, that's what I I'm saying. I hope so. He... he he, He's legit. He did rack up three touchdowns this past weekend. Thank you, Alvin Kamara. Um, it's actually what well, we can get into my Lloyd Christmas uh, while we're on the football topic. And mine's going to go to uh, Antonio Brown. Um, did you see the allegations that came out uh, in the Miami Miami paper of him in Hollywood at his gated community flipping out on a security guard? Threw his bicycle at him. And I thought he was staying at Tom Brady's house. Uh, this was this was uh, over the summer. Uh, this was like a month before he signed with the Bucks. Okay, it was like three three to four weeks right before he signed with the Bucks. He was at his gated community, yelling at a security guard, yelling at the and security threw a bicycle guard at him because he lives in a gated security and he had to go to the gate to let his guest in. Yeah, which it said you have to go to the gate to let your guest in. You live in a gated community. Yeah, yeah. so or call the guy that works at the gate. Well, you know? he. Whatever, how, Antonio however, Brown. Whatever the system is, he didn't use that system. He made his own system, and then that's why he's fighting and throwing bikes at people. He threw a bicicleta okay. at the at the security guard, and then proceeded to smash the uh, security cameras. Good, good. So you know the housing lady was like, it's, "Yeah, it's not even worth me doing a complaint about it because he's going to retaliate." And yeah. you know. Uh, I don't want him to treat my workers like shit mm-hmm. and all that. So it's, this, like, it's that, minor. It's just a camera. It's not worth it. That's where the, the NFL's now investigating. Of course, yeah. But that shows how far out there he is. That if you live in a gated community, the last thing I would want to do 
Just like how I work in a restaurant and you never want to mess with the dishwashers. Yeah. Because they could really mess your whole life up. He has to drive by that security booth fucking <laughs> eight day. times a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, oh, it's me. Remember the bike guy? And they like, yeah. No, that's going to be real bad every day. Remember you know? me throwing my bike at you, yeah. yo? We cool. We go ahead. Have a, have yeah, a, I mean? Have a hundred. Have a hundred. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's already gone to like jail and like gotten charges. I know Tom Brady. You want a TV 12 hat? Yeah. <laughs> you want a TV 12 hat? <laughs> but again, and, and this is when Bruce Arians just said, "Freaking right before he signed him, oh yeah, you know, he he's changed. He he's he, he remember we're like, what the hell did he do to change? Yeah. He apparently did nothing. Two weeks and Tampa two weeks Bay before that, about it. two weeks before that, he was like, there's no way we're gonna hire Antonio Brown. He's you know he, he won't. He's fit. not a fit oh, in our yeah. locker room. No. Two weeks two weeks later, he give the man a job." Vouch for him mm-hmm. and look at what he's doing. Now, he, now you have to show up at his court appearance and be like, I'm his boss. He's a good guy. So I guess they say some things never change. Um, and that's my Lloyd Christmas, it's Antonio Brown. Yeah, good job, buddy. Um, we'll see if he makes it through the end of the year. Um, I hope he kind of doesn't because I don't want Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. But. And I, I, yeah, I don't see him blowing up for some like crazy numbers and we haven't seen him in um, months. We'll see. Um, how about D Hop, huh? What a catch by D Hop this week. Yeah, open open the show with the uh, the Hail Mary where he just mossed. He he mossed on three guys. Three guys. Three. You you got mossed. Uh, One of them was Javion White too, who's an absolute beast. Yeah. Uh, Good cornerback from Buffalo. Um. So why don't we get into our picks for this week? I was plus six last week. We both had kind of a shitty, shitty week. Um, I think I'm going to hopefully rebound. I see some teams rebounding this week after some shitty games like the Ravens. All right. I see them coming back against the Titans. I mean, I don't know if Derrick Henry's going to keep it up against them too, but they they, they did just get run all over by the Patriots. So. Well, now that uh, everything's turned around and, you know, Everything's good. I'm going with number number fourteen, the New England Patriots. Oh man! Oh yeah! We've, Confident now. We've they're tu- back, baby. We've we've turned the ship. We're going in the right direction. We're playing the Texans, which is safe bet. It's an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah. Houston is an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah, they right got now. they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Their you know. football and their basketball team. Nobody wants to play for them. No, <laughs> sorry. Houston, just that city, it's burning it on fire. <clears throat> I'm taking the Steelers against the Jags. Taking pit, huh? That defense is just going to keep rolling. They're they're very good. I think this might be a hoof. I mean... We've seen some other defenses are really good, too. I mean, I don't know how... Trap game. Trap game, Jacksonville. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, at number 13, I am going to go with the team that is playing the Jets, the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, yep. Sticking, sticking with my go-to call. I'm, I'm taking the Vikings against the Cowboys. That's a good call. The Vikings won. They shouldn't have, but they good thing for them, they played the Chicago Bears, and they don't know how to win, so they lost the game to the Vikings. You see what happens these days now when teams don't have a quarterback, you know? Yep. The, the Bears, the Cowboys, you know, the Patriots when they didn't have a quarterback and it was not working. As long as Cam manages the game, they're usually okay. It's really about, like... 
how like familiar you are with with your teammates and how like the rapport that you have with your team. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's so much. I mean, because you could throw a really good quarterback into the Cowboys, and I mean, I don't, I don't know if you can help some of the other teams, even though they did lose their quarterback. But you, th- if Cap came in and played for the Cowboys, they'd win more games. You know. Well, so what do you think of Andy Dalton? He's back this week. Is he? Mm-hmm. Should be. He had a concussion. He should be back this week, they say. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> but number 12, let's get back to the picks. Uh, my number 12, same team you just picked. I'm going Minnesota. All right. I'm taking the Bears, the team that should have won but didn't. You're taking the Bears? Over the Washington football team. Who's playing quarterback for him? I don't care. I think it's Nick Foles. Oh, you know, he's dead, right? He's, he's not playing, I don't think. I mean, he got carded off. They said it's not as bad. But no, no, he, he got the wind knocked out of him. He got carted off. I, I saw the game. He, when they when they showed the they that, that showed the overhead car- camera, they showed the overhead camera straight down, and he looked like your boy on like any Madden game that's now out of the game forever. You know what I'm saying? Just like like a like a chalk outline, dead, not moving. So you're taking the Bears. Who yep. are they playing? They're, they're on a bye week. Washington. This. No, they're not playing Washington this week. Washington's playing the Bengals. All right, then that's who I'm taking. I, t- I wrote them down wrong. Okay. I'm taking the Bengals at 12 instead of the Bears. We'll let them have a bye week and see if Nick Foles can get healthy. All right. Cincinnati up there. That's a big one for Cincinnati, reaching a 12 spot. Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> it Joe was just a, a, a last-minute decision, Jason, as you know, because I thought they were playing <laughs> fucking Bears. Okay? Uh, number 11, I'm going with Pitt. <laughs> He's locked in the 12 spot, Cincinnati. Fuck him. 11, I got Pitt. I'm taking the Chargers over the Jets. The go-to pick. If they're playing a New York team, they're going to win. All right. Uh, my number 10 pick is going to be Carolina. Carolina. Carolina against Detroit. Yeah, I like Carolina. I don't, um, that's going to be a, a close game. That'll be a tough one, but at number 10, I'm taking the Dolphins over the Broncos. That defense and special teams. They're on fire right now. I don't think the Broncos can keep up. So They're on fire right now. Uh, number nine, I'm going to go with uh, a team that I think's on fire right now. The Indianapolis Colts. Oh, shit. At number nine? At number nine. Oh, hook it up. Yeah, kid. Oh, I'm taking shit. the Packers. It's going to be a good game. You're okay? Taking, you're taking the Packers at number nine? At number nine. Whoever wins that game is getting nine points. Oh, shit. Battle. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a good game. Uh, my number eight spot, I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. I'm taking Jameis Winston and the Saints. Oh, that's disgusting. Over Jameis the Falcons. Winston. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go hopefully, up. hopefully more Taysom Hill than Jameis Winston, but number seven, I'm gonna go with the Cleveland disgusting Browns. I watched that game this past. Oh, week. why would you do that? It was gross. Yeah, I picked up their defense to play them. Um, uh, this my, I don't know if this is an upset or not, but I am taking the Rams over the Buccaneers at number seven. That is an upset. Yeah, write it down. The Rams are plus three points on Monday Night Football. Defense looks really good. Number six, I am going with the Miami Dolphins. Tua. Tua time. Yes. I'm taking the Ravens at number six over the Titans. That might be another upset. I don't know. Let's get the line on that one. Wait, who was your number eight team? 
The Saints. So, uh, number five, I am going with Kansas City. Even though I've been going for the uh, taking the Raiders the last couple of weeks and winning. And they have lost to the Raiders already once this year. So Yep. I'm going KC, though. They're going to rebound this week. Five, I'm taking the shitty Cleveland uh, to the Browns. That's on Sunday Night Football, too, the KC-Raiders game. Yep. Be a good one. Uh, number four, I'm going with your squad, the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. You know they're going to win. I'm just going to get a lot more points for that win. You know? Mm-hmm. And we're at four? Mm-hmm. Seattle Seahawks over the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big win. I won't get a lot of points for it. I'll tell you what, man. I don't know. I've been watching Seattle. They haven't looked great. No. I'll tell you. I, I but you know who else hasn't looked great but won a game? The fucking Cardinals. Okay? They won last week. I know, with a Hail Mary. Okay? They shouldn't have won. Win is a win, baby. Just win, baby. You are correct. Uh, Playoffs! Number three, I am going with New Orleans. Jameis Winston. I'm taking the Pats at number three. Jeez, man. Hate on my squad. You don't know what you're going to get out of the Texans. Anything could happen. No, you're going to get shitty coaching. That's what yeah, you know okay. you're going to get. <laughs> they got rid of a bad one. They're going to get a little bit shittier, Romeo a little Cram- bit less Romeo Cramel. Right, a little bit shittier, okay? Uh, number two, I am. I agree with you with the Rams. That's going to be a, an upset. I'm going with them at number two over, over Tampa Bay. Nice. I'm taking the Panthers over the Lions at two. And number one, I am going Arizona Cardinals. Yep. I'm taking the Chiefs over the Raiders at number one. Because they lost last time. I don't know what's going to happen. All right. There it is. The, the, those are the picks. Um, <clears throat> that's what we're going to play for this weekend right there. We, we gave you a couple upsets in there. We both agreed on the Rams as an upset. Um, uh, Cincinnati as an upset, plus two. Um and that's about it. I like New England minus two. I like Arizona plus three. That that secondary in Seattle's atrocious. Kyler Murray's gonna th- throw for a thousand yards on Thursday night. Um, really? Yeah, he might throw for a thousand. Okay. D Hop. Larry Fitz is gonna come out of retirement. He's gonna shake the cobwebs off. And grab grab a couple. Um, but those are the picks. Um, there's some some couple good college games this weekend. Um, I got another lock right here for the weekend. It's going to be Cincinnati. Another Cincinnati. Yeah, roll with Cincinnati. They're minus five and a half against UCF. Um, that game's on at 3.30. That's a lock. Absolute lock. That's a steal. Steal. Take that. <laughs> stealing. That's Easy like stealing. Um, also, I kind of like Indiana against Ohio State. That's going to be a really good game. A top ten, two top ten teams. Ohio State who? Uh, Indiana. Okay. Indiana's plus 20. I think they're going to cover. Indiana is the number nine team in the country. They've looked really good. Um, 20, huh? Yeah, plus 20. I think they're going to cover. And I also like Wisconsin, minus 7.5 against Northwestern. Um, parlay them, do whatever you want. But Cincinnati, that's the lock. Definitely take that. Um, so there you go. These guys have it. Thanks for listening. Episode 20. Watch that draft. Uh Get them locks in, Cincinnati. 
the the over in the the fights this weekend. Um, Mike Perry's gonna win. Eh. Zach Wilson, next quarterback of the New England Patriots. Zach Wilson, man. Huh? If they stay right there where they are, middle of the pack, we're gonna get stuck with a Zach Wilson. <laughs> 